Hello and welcome to the Addicted Austinites, your one-stop podcast for all things Jane Austen. In this week's episode, we are continuing our in-depth look at Pride and Prejudice by having a look at Fanny Burney, the authoress, and in particular, her novel Cecilia. We know, we, we have definite proof that Jane Austen read Fanny Burney's novels and at least liked them. Uh, we see three of Burney's novels, Evelina, Camilla and Cecilia, name-dropped in Jane's own works, but we also have uh, part of a letter that Jane wrote to her sister talking about a new acquaintance that she'd made. From the looks of things, as with most people, Jane was a bit cautious and didn't like this person overall, but there were a few things that made her tolerable. She writes, There are two traits in her character which are pleasing. Namely, she admires Camilla. <laughs> so we can see that Jane at least likes Fanny Burney's novels enough to rate her friendships with people on how much they like them as well. However, for a lot of scholars looking into Jane Austen's works, the connection between Jane Austen and Fanny Burney goes much deeper than her just liking the other author's work, and particularly this applies to Pride and Prejudice. There are theories that specifically the title of Pride and Prejudice, but also a large part of the plot and the themes of the novel, are influenced by Burney's novel Cecilia. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to do a quick author ID on Fanny Burney and then we'll have a look at Cecilia's connections to Pride and Prejudice. So, Fanny Burney was born on the 13th of June 1752 and she was the third of what would become six children to Dr Charles Burney and his wife Esther Sleep Burney. Um, she was self-educated and she started writing um, what she called her scribblings uh, by about the age of 10. She had a very, very busy life. Um, she was a courtier to Charlotte, the Queen to George III. Uh, then she married um, a, a French exile, um, General Alexandre d'Arblay, uh, and had a son with him called Alexander. Uh, and she got stuck in France, unfortunately, for about 10 years um, while the war was going on. So she was stuck in France. Uh, but then she comes back to England and she goes to Bath. Uh, and that, sadly, is where she dies on the 6th of January, 1840. Now, interestingly, um, Fanny Burney has two grave sites in Bath. Um, she was buried in Walcott Cemetery in Bath, uh, beside her husband and her son, who she sadly outlived. But she also has a gravestone in a little churchyard called St Swithin's, which also has the gravestone of Jane Austen's father, George Austin and I've been up to St Swithin's and I've had a look and they're actually side by side um, which tells you really um, the connection that people saw with Fanny Burney and Jane Austen that they thought to put those two gravestones together. She had three of her novels published in her lifetime. The first, Evelina, was in 1778 
followed by Cecilia in 1782, and finally Camilla in 1796. She did write a lot more than that. She wrote several plays, uh, a memoir of her father, and countless letters and journals during her life. Uh, but those three novels are the main ones that she is remembered for today. Now, on to Cecilia and Pride and Prejudice. So people looking at Pride and Prejudice have noticed that it does have similar plots and themes to the novel Cecilia. And some of them go so far as to say that the title Pride and Prejudice came from a passage in Cecilia as well. Um, we do know that Pride and Prejudice was first called First Impressions, uh, but it was changed when it was published. So I'll read you that passage now. Uh, it comes from the end of the novel. It's spoken by a neutral character uh, that's called in at the end. Uh, and it's actually a pretty good summation of what has happened in the novel thus far. So here goes. The whole of this unfortunate business has been the result of pride and prejudice. Your uncle, the dean, began it by his arbitrary will, as if an ordinance of his own could arrest the course of nature, and as if he had the power to keep alive, by loan of a name, a family in the male branch already extinct. Your father, Mr Mortimer, continued it with the same self-partiality, preferring the wretched gratification of tickling his ear with his favourite sound to the solid happiness of his son, with a rich and deserving wife. Yet this, however, remember. If to pride and prejudice you owe your miseries, so wonderfully is good and evil balanced, that to pride and prejudice you will also owe their termination. For all that I could say to Mr Deville, either of reasoning or entreaty, and I said all I could suggest, and suggested all a man need wish to hear, was totally thrown away till I pointed out to him his own disgrace in having a daughter-in-law immured in these mean lodgings. So there is a lot going on in that passage, uh, but as we heard, the phrase pride and prejudice crops up uh, three times. And for some scholars, this is enough to suggest that Jane has taken that phrase specifically from this novel to use as the title of her own novel. A theory that gains even more ground when you compare the novels side by side. So, from a plot perspective, the two novels are of course their own individual stories and there are a lot of points of contention and differences between the two plots. Um, in Cecilia, the titular heroine is an orphan who has been left a lot of money. She's very, very wealthy. Uh, whereas, of course, in Pride and Prejudice, Lizzie, she has both parents who are loving, if not slightly stupid, um, and she doesn't have any money at all, really. I think her dowry is like a thousand pounds a year. Um, so that's big difference number one. Uh, big difference number two, uh, in Cecilia, Cecilia falls in love with the hero pretty quickly into the story, whereas, of course, in Pride and Prejudice, Lizzie takes a little bit longer. And finally, the last big difference is that in Cecilia, it isn't really the heroine that learns the 
dangers of pride and prejudice. Uh, it's the people around her, the people that have treated her badly because of pride and or prejudice. Whereas, of course, in Pride and Prejudice, um, Lizzie learns along with the other characters in the story and she learns the lessons of the dangers herself. So superficially, two quite different novels. However, when you look more broadly and more thematically, both the stories do seem quite similar. In both novels, uh, we have a young girl who meets a, a man who is far above her station. He has a lot more money than she does. Um, and the rest of the novel happens because of the pride and the prejudice that comes about from that difference between them, um, whether from themselves or from the surrounding characters. They are both clearly satirical and witty condemnations of the worst traits in society. The only difference is how each author conveys that satire. With Fanny Burney, um, her satire is in the melodrama. She is taking it completely over the top. There's a duel in Cecilia. Somebody commits suicide. It is all absolutely crazy. And that is how she is pointing at society and poking fun at them by making everything just so much larger than life and saying how ridiculous it could get. Whereas Jane's satire is, is a lot more subtle. Her critiques are a lot more understated and she lets the reader come along this journey with the main character so that the lesson at the end of the novel comes to the reader in a much gentler way than the ice cold bucket of water mic drop that happens at the end of Cecilia. I'm not saying that either of these approaches is better than the other. I think they're both brilliant. I do actually, I really like Cecilia as well. Um, sadly, it's just Jane Austen that's become better known uh, than, than Fanny Burney today. Personally, I think it's a little too simplistic to say that Jane Austen drew her inspiration solely from Cecilia. Um, they are obviously quite similar thematically, as we've just had a look at. But it is completely plausible that these two women came to the same conclusion completely independently of each other. Um, pride and prejudice were a very big problem in Georgian society. Um, you could argue they still are today, uh, but I won't go into that. Um, so they were this big problem, and it is completely plausible that these two women would have seen the same thing and just written about it in different ways. We do know that Jane has read Fanny Burney's novels before she publishes at least her, her own novels. Um, obviously she starts writing some of them including Pride and Prejudice slightly before that. Um, so there is the chance that she's read this book and she thinks okay you know this is what I'm going to write about and do the same thing. Um, and she might well have taken the title from that from that quote. Um, but it was probably more of a, oh, look, here's another author that thinks the same things that I do. Um, I don't completely agree with her way of stating it, so I'm going to do it my own way. And it happens all the time. If you look today at authors, there are hundreds of books about the same war, about the same 
disaster, about the same social trends that are completely independent of each other. And they've come about because these issues are so huge that they are not limited to being seen by just one person who's trying to combat that issue. So in conclusion, I guess we can say that Jane clearly did enjoy Fanny Burney's novels and she may or may not have taken inspiration from Cecilia to write Pride and Prejudice. And I want to leave you with one question to think about. Does it matter? Does it change your opinions of Pride and Prejudice if that it was inspired by another novel? Will that change the way you read it or the way that you feel about Jane Austen as a writer? It's the same, I suppose, as when you find out one of your favourite uh, singers has done a cover of somebody else's song. Does it really matter that it's been done before? Or can you admire the way that it has been re-evaluated and reinterpreted the second time round? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Addicted Austenite podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, like it, subscribe, share it with your friends. Uh, you know what you're doing by now. Um, I love to hear your opinions on my episodes. So um, do do comment and let me know what you think. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Kath Price Author uh, and on Facebook as Catherine Price Author. So thanks again. Um, I hope to see you next time and as ever, happy reading. Your faithful servant, the author. <laughs>